0: Welcome to the Underpowered Podcast, a gaming podcast where we battle our backlog, revealing what is worth your time, money, and energy. My name is Shelby Stokes, and my right-hand man is here, Casey Cool. Hello. My left-hand man, Phil Karen. Hello. And joining us today, the RPG playing aficionados from podcast Turn by Turn. We have Chris and Daniel in the house tonight. Hello. How's it going, Hello. guys? Hello. Welcome. Thanks for being with us of course thanks thanks for having us on after we begged yes <laughs> i know you you and casey were kind of going back and forth and strategizing that that was like Come a mom. true rpg move well done yeah. <laughs>
1: the, the crying helped you know and that was on my end i felt it yeah. when i was like please we just really want to talk to you we're nice
0: You're just like checking your phone like why is this guy send us videos of him crying That's my wife was,
1: was my wife was a little concerned like why are you checking twitter every 30 minutes this is our anniversary dinner sorry dear uh
0: yeah so so prior to the show casey mentioned that he had a story about the tooth fairy and i'm very excited now that we're hot to hear this tooth fairy story casey
1: i this has nothing to do with rpgs but you know our show is really about backlogs and trying to play games and uh and being parents and making time for games so i'm gonna be really careful too because i know parents listen to this and maybe they listen with their kids right so My son lost another tooth, his bottom tooth. He's eating breakfast and he swallowed it. And that that happened to me as a kid. I don't know if that happened to you guys. Did did any of you ever swallow a tooth? No. 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 (laughs) Devastating feeling when you're a young kid, right? So we kind of like market like, oh, you're going to get just way more money. This happened because it did happen to me, right? So later that night, the tooth fairy, because where his room's at, there's a pouch by his door. So I didn't have to go with the tooth fairy made sure to put the money in the pouch, right? I know because the Tooth Fairy walked by at 9 o'clock to double check that everything was there, and then the Tooth Fairy went up to bed. Then the Tooth Fairy got up in the morning, and uh, or and maybe something happened. But then I got up in the morning, and my son kind of walked in the room and goes, the money's never came. The Tooth Fairy didn't come. Like, I, I'm like I'm 100% confident the Tooth Fairy came by because he walked by it twice today, I'm pretty sure. So, like, check under the bed. I go up and tell my wife. She's like, did you lose it? I'm like, no, there's no way that the tooth fairy lost it. And she runs downstairs, like, while I'm talking to him again. She's like, oh, it was on the stairs. The tooth fairy must have dropped it. He goes, oh, weird, because it was it behind my book this whole time. And then, so, he ended up getting $20 for the swallowed (laughs) tooth. Because we didn't have the heart (laughs) to tell him about uh, the tooth fairy, how the money got lost. Because we got... (laughs) Finesse and hustled by a seven-year-old. Who's oh smarter man, what, than us. what a play.
2: I mean, he's he earned that. He earned yeah.
1: that. I was like, well, I started doing like two and i I'm like, hey, these toys weren't out. What time did you get up this morning? And then he's like, oh, let me go look. Behind. Oh, it's right here behind my book. That's all the way across the room. That's nowhere near the pouch. Weird. Sounds like I the wonder... Tooth
0: Fairy should drink a little less.
1: Yeah, Tooth yeah. <laughs> Fairy did have a football meeting at the local ale house that night, so that's why I was like, "Did I drop it?" Like, I, <laughs> I, you know.
0: <laughs> uh. So that's
1: <laughs> joys of parenthood, Daniel and Chris. I know we were talking about being dads there, so don't trust your seven year old if you're giving them money. That's my life lesson
0: dude but honestly if i knew that all i had to do was swallow a tooth and then the prices went up to 20 dollars i would have one swallowed time, one time deal
1: one, i tell him that's a one-time deal i'm pretty sure i think the fruit, i said the two very smarter than they look like from what i hear no yeah no more in taxes
2: right mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm. i have a lot of kids choking if, if that, <laughs> <laughs> that up to the value. can you
1: actually just punch it down my mouth instead of pulling it out with the string yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't wait for the tooth to fall out on the next go-around, and he just puts it in his mouth and swallows it as quickly like, as he can.
1: Just like, straight drops it. Like, a, he's like, oh, good. Yes. Know, like I
0: an, do. Yeah, I mean, that's strategery. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Get a little mm-hmm. bit more bang for your buck.
1: Well, speaking of strategery, uh, Chris and Daniel, you guys host a podcast that's all about strategy games and JRPGs and RPGs alike. So how did you guys get together? How did that start?
3: So... Um, for all those like long, deep seated fans of mine and Chris's, we had this really a ab- somewhat obscure podcast about the game Shining Force, which has about 15 fans. And, um, after all, 15 of r- them, r- real out- quick,
4: if you, if you don't know what that is, it was Sega's answer to Fire Emblem back in the day, both, both right. kind of it's Fire a- Emblem and Legend of Zelda, kind of in one.
0: Okay. Okay. Shiny Force. Yeah, I had never heard of it. Thank you for the explanation. It's, it's
1: yeah. Sega's version of Fire Emblem.
0: Gotcha. Fire Fire
4: in, is that fancy. And,
1: and Zelda. <laughs> and Zelda. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm.
0: So, the, how did you guys both realize that you were fans of this series? Is this like something you grew up with together? Or was it just like, no, I love this game. Me too?
4: Daniel and I have never met in person, actually. Wow. No, Internet in friends. Um, yeah, he lives in the northern U.S., I live in the south, and. Uh, Daniel was actually running shining pod is what he called it with uh, another friend. Um, And then I was listening to it and he was like, at the end of one of the episodes, he was like, Hey, if anybody wants to come on as a guest for an episode, I would love to have you. And I was, was I the only one that reached
3: out? Um, pretty, pretty much. I think we had one other person that I asked who had sort of expressed interest, but it was basically just you. So I got you on as one of our five main episodes. Oh, wait, no, there was,
4: there was one other guy that reached out to tell you that he felt like you were stepping on his turf because he had already started a Shining Force podcast and produced a single
3: episode yeah. uh, in a number of years.
0: <laughs> and, I and... didn't realize the market was so crowded <laughs> for Shining Force podcasts.
3: I know. I, I The reason I picked Shining Force is because I didn't think there was going to be another podcast about it, but... Um, so he not only he listened to mine and said it was inferior, we also <laughs> stuck on his turf. So <laughs> uh, Bold, bold. After, after I'm starting imagining with, uh, somebody starting getting... with just
1: a straight slam. Hey, this isn't good. <laughs> Mine's better.
3: Th- there's 15 of us. Why are you dunking on like one fifteenth <laughs> yeah. of the audience? <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> but uh,
4: so Daniel and I did that for an episode and then uh, that was it. And time went by, and it was maybe about a year and a half, two years. Uh, We both kind of went off and did our own things in different corners of the internet. And uh, after about two years, he jumped back into my Twitter DMs and was like, Hey, I am talking to a a production company called Six Five Media, and uh, they want me to do an RPG podcast. And I need a co-host. Are are you in? (laughs) (laughs) And I said,
1: yes. And so here we are. There you go. Um, so what came to the idea of we're going to do turn by turn? Like, I like that because JRPGs, you get the nice play on there. Was it initially going to be like on, was there any talks of your actual playthroughs being okay on my first turn? This is like each battle talking about that, going in that in depth. I was wondering when I like, when you hear the name, like, well, oh, how deep are these guys going to go? And you give wonderful synopsis of games. I really loved your Chrono Trigger episode. Okay, just was that, and then the Radiant Dawn one has got me really excited because I know everybody talking about Fire Emblem. If you want to go listen to one of their more recent episodes, they've reposted. That's a good one. Uh, how how did you come up with the workshopping for the pod?
3: Yeah, so when Shining Pod went down the drain, it was sort of like <laughs> how how could we keep doing this and have an audience? And the idea was, well, turn based stuff is pretty fun. What if we just covered all turn based stuff? Okay. And then we couldn't think of a snappier name than Turn by Turn.
1: No, it's it's really good. I love a good brand name. I was like, that's that's solid. That's really
4: although solid. I have dragged us out of the turn based thing a couple times by uh, <laughs> we- stretching stretching what RPG means a little bit.
1: Right? Because you get like the Secret of Mana's, right? Or some would argue Zelda's a bit of an RPG JRPG. The the
4: furthest I think I've stretched it on the show is Samurai Warriors. <laughs> oh. Um, and to answer your other question about how in depth do we go, we decide that on an episode by episode basis. It depends on uh, how much you know, how much we want to get into the specifics of each game. Sometimes we mm-hmm. want to talk about greater themes. Sometimes we want to go in depth on the story. Sometimes it's more about gameplay. But we were both pretty adamant that we didn't want to be the guys that were like, so the the etymology of the short sword, like. <laughs> there's there's people that do that and i i appreciate those people but it is just not for me i can't focus on the nitty-gritty like that
1: yeah that'd be i can't i that's a history podcast at that point which is different market uh so when you talk about games and because i noticed you guys do seasons do you say we're going to do these games for the season and is it do you both beat the games or do you both put in a set amount of hours or what if one of you recommends a game and the other hates it? What's gonna, What's the process there?
3: So we only pick <laughs> games we don't like. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then Smart. we hope by playing them that it'll sort of sway our opinion. No. <laughs> uh,
1: That's a good podcast. Mark it. Don't, let's, don't, everyone, let's end it. Cut the show. We're all starting a new one together. It's called We Hate It. And we use Jay Sherman from The Critic uh, as the thing. Hated it.
0: okay. yeah. It's a spinoff. It's going to be Turn, Then Burn. <laughs>
1: turn and Burn. There yeah. we go. Yeah. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, not again! Oh my god! <laughs> sorry. sorry, sorry.
3: But, um, really, we just sort of... Um, it's based on what we've been playing. Um, we tend to try to pick more popular things so people have heard of them, but as we, we get deeper into the turn, turn-based woods... We, we've we got, gotten some re- we have something like so incredibly random planned for season three, episode one I don't think you'd ever guess it because I didn't <laughs> know it existed until Chris told me about it. So. Can
1: you give yeah. me a clue? Can you give me a clue?
4: Um, um, do you like to read? That's that's <laughs> your clue and maybe write a little bit
0: Actually, before you guys got out of this cast we decided none of us like to read or write <laughs> yeah, We had about writing I like
1: to read, Come on you might not like the
4: uh, the game we've chose then, but it's okay. another one that's like, I don't think I'm stretching what an RPG is, but I'm reminding some people what an RPG is.
1: <laughs> okay, I'll be excited because I'm like, I mean, obviously, if you like JRPGs, you enjoy some type of reading and storytelling, right? But like reading and writing.
0: Yeah, I was gonna I say mean, that's a kind of a thing. staple in the genre, right? There's always a bunch of reading. There's normally some dialogue dumps for a lot of the JRPGs. That just comes to the territory, right?
1: Come to the turf the turf yeah mm-hmm. but you got a right too
0: i'm intrigued <laughs>
1: Right? yeah me too okay i'll keep an eye out, <laughs> an eye out. Um, so have you gotten to the point though where one of you like this i know you had your top five where you're like hey i want to play this game and i you didn't like it have you gotten into any of those debates where it's like this is not for me um we've done a
4: couple that like I know Daniel had a Daniel did one with just a, a guest on. What was that game?
3: Uh, I bravely default to.
4: Yes, oh, I have some hot yeah.
3: opinions on that one.
1: Yeah,
4: because <laughs> that was one I just was not passionate about, and that's the I'm right gonna, feeling. I'm correct. not gonna, I'm not gonna phone it in, you know. So I was yeah. like, I'm really busy. Am I going to allocate like forty hours or 50, 60? I don't know how long that game is. Like to give it a fair shot. Eighty to ninety. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Just, I just couldn't couldn't do it um so he he got a guess for that one and i think that was the right play um we haven't had one that one of us loved and the other just absolutely hated um but we'll see if that comes up we're we're both in the throes of uh or i'm in the throes right now of fire emblem three houses and i'm getting some strong opinions and you liking it or not liking it both both. Okay, but interesting. The longer I play it, the less I'm enjoying it. Really? Okay. I'll say that. And Daniel really, really loves that one.
1: Do you not like the teacher sim part? Is that the part that drives you nuts? The uh, like, being in this class.
4: Do it. Do I like trying to like take my students on tea party dates? No. <laughs> that part's ridiculous. yeah. It feels a little bit odd, and uh yeah, I'm a little bit done with the monastery at this point. Yeah. And I'm a playthrough and a half in. And so I've
1: still got two. So full you're doing places. your second campaign? Yes. Who was yeah. your first campaign run?
4: Uh Black Eagles, Edelgard. Oh, and then who are you doing now? Uh Golden Golden Deer with Claude.
1: Okay, the anime club. like, let's save the world group versus the real dark group. Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
4: yeah. I've got I've got thoughts that I don't want to totally get okay. into. Yeah, here, yeah, if you're
1: doing it on the show. Um I
3: pulled uh, out. Yeah. Not being able to host a successful tea party is not the game's fault. Yeah, like you need to get that's to know your the kids fault. better <laughs> if you want to have a successful tea party.
1: Get better and learn tea etiquette,
4: sir.
3: You are botching your experience. Yeah,
1: yeah that's that's
4: the issue I have with that is that the the children do not like me enough. That's my problem.
1: Exactly. Um, well now one of you your favorite was uh Sacred Stone. That was That was um, me. I'm,
3: that was you. Yep, I think so.
1: Yeah, and I, I love Sacred Stone from the GBA with Seth and uh, Erica and her, her brother that I can't... I lost his name. Ephraim. Because right. um, the GBA is where I got hooked on Fire Emblem myself. It's a great series. And I know someone in the chat asked how important replayability is for you. I think Fire Emblem is a great example of replayability in JRPGs, mm-hmm. and you guys kind of touched on this too. Permadeath can change the story and outcome from a game because you play Daniel, if I understand. If someone... Die- uh, you're either Draco. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> right? Like, that's how you play it.
3: I've gotten a little softer because I got tired of having, like, three characters per battle and having them take, like, an hour and a half to navigate a map. So right. I'm soft in my old age. So yeah. now I, I tend to restart a little more than I used to. Okay. But during the Sacred Stones run, I did, like, five battles in a row with, like, three units, including Seth, because Seth is invincible. Pretty much.
1: Yes. So. He, there's always that first level paladin you get in all those games that's
4: um, mm-hmm. yeah, way overpowered. The uh, archetype for Fire Emblem is called the Jagan because the very first character that was that was named Jagan. So
1: that's right. Yeah. The and he's in. I play. I'm a shill for Fire Emblem, and I play the phone game. And he's mm-hmm. like a like random recruit from the gotcha game, and you're like, Look, yes. who's this old man paladin um, in his purple armor? And then you get the there's always the red and green one, right? I like I like it when they do uh, continuational like themes like that. Iron's great for Jared. We
4: we call those the Christmas
1: Cavaliers. Yes, yes. Because
4: so, they're red and blue or red and green always.
3: Yes.
1: What, how long do you go between seasons of recording?
3: Uh, it's usually like a um,
1: two months or so. Okay. And you use that and... time for gaming and life, I assume.
3: Catching yeah, up sure. on our eighty-hour RPGs. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I know, you picked like a really quick, easy genre to play through. Yeah, I haven't there's... seen my
3: family in weeks. I go to work, I come home, and I like binge Fire Emblem until I fall asleep. There then you know. I wake up to Earthbound, and then I go to work.
1: Oh, nice, God. <laughs>
3: what an animal.
4: I'll say we don't finish. Well, sometimes one of us usually finishes the game. One of us usually does. Um, But we do a combination of playing through the game, uh, YouTube Let's Plays, and reading about it, because I like to kind of get other people's perspectives to know what I'm walking into. Um, And then some games I just don't have the time to finish. But because we pick games that we're passionate about, usually we have finished them, um, or at least played Mm -hmm. them very extensively. Though uh, I'm excited to bring a couple to the show, maybe in season three. It might take till season four. Um, I want to do an episode of RPGs We've Dropped. It was like that. I'm staring down the barrel of 300 more hours of this, and I just can't do it. It just isn't good enough.
1: And have what have you been playing Triangle Strategy?
3: Yes, that was me.
1: Okay, is that going to be
3: on the show? Uh, yes, it is. If it's you
4: going, need a person to come when I, talk to, you, when I'm doing my fourth one, yeah.
1: playthrough. Yeah, I would love, I'm trying to shield my way into that one. So if you need a fourth, a third person to come in, I'm I'm on my fourth playthrough. I'm on the final route on that Absolutely. Yeah.
3: Definitely. If I Chris know. will ever play it.
4: Yeah, it'll take me a bit. I have my own YouTube channel where I'm doing uh, SRPGs. And if you want to okay. check that out, it's Nihil, N-I-H-I-L. And uh, it's taking me forever because... It takes a lot of time to produce a show. But uh, is. that is definitely one that is on my lineup to do on that.
1: Yeah, that's Yeah, It's it's a good one if you like tactical RPGs. You know, like, I, I played a lot of that. Like, my we, I, we took a long break. I've been playing a lot of that. And actually, the game I've been playing the most is Ninja Turtles. After that, the new Shredder's Revenge. And I, I finally beat it with my son. My four-year-old daughter started playing it with me, too. Uh, she loves April O'Neil. And I love hearing from a four-year-old, because she talks... Let's play Ninja Turtles. Like she's running through the house, <laughs> saying that, and it's like my heart melts. Let's like, do whatever you want. And she's horrible. Like she stands in the corner <laughs> and hits. Why she gets like I'm like you got four KOs this round. Right? We don't say kills. Like, and then like I think the highest she's ever gotten is she's like defeated eleven mobs, and that was a big big win in the house for us. Um, Whoa. This is a this is a must own game for me though. I think in the long run, like I think it's a big game of the year contender for me. If you have any nostalgia for t- Turtles in Time, it's so good. And it, I know it's free on Game Pass. At 20 bucks, 25 bucks, it's well, 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 well worth it, especially cuz I they keep hinting at DLC. Um, do you
0: think the DLC is coming?
1: I think it'll take some time. Cuz look at like if you look at the sprite work that they do, it's very mm-hmm. intricate, right? Everything's there. And they kind of like they, the the f- fandom has come out for this and expressed how much they love it. Like if they want to make money Give me another $20 DLC because I want more of this game. That's my only complaint about this game. I want more.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, it doesn't look very long. I think I had played it for one sitting, got through like six levels, and there's, there's ten 16. total. Right? There's 16. Okay.
1: Gotcha. And there's 16. And then you go back through challenges and you can set the difficulty mode. Like, the one challenge that's really hard is don't get hit. And there's a couple levels where, like, don't take any damage. And they're, and as some of them, like, how do you do that? Uh but I think if you play solo, it's it, the game's a little more forgiving because the more people you play, sometimes you get more mobs. Like if you play with the full six people in line, there's sometimes like 15, 16-foot clan members appear out of nowhere. You're like, what's going on on the screen? Um, it's How just about chaos. the
0: collectibles? Because I think they have collectibles in this yes. game, right? Are you like able to track those down? Have yeah. you ple- completed any sets? I go back. I completed them all nice well what kind of rewards they have is it more like lore or
1: it's points and the points go in story mode that you can unlock like abilities or if you get to level level 10 is the highest level and let's say like level six you get an extra life so you start a game with instead of four lives five lives the other thing is if you lose a life you can get resuscitated by your teammate i don't know if you've ever seen that where you try to give them a piece of pizza so you don't lose a life there but you start with lower health um and then there's some abilities where you lock like a midair special or a counter special. It's, it's been a lot of fun.
0: I'm going to um, add that to my emergency card, by the way. Like resuscitate with pizza. pizza. Yeah.
1: What pizza would you be resuscitated with?
0: Supreme, because it has vegetables on it and those are good for oh, you.
1: Gotta be healthy that way. Uh, I'd have to put a note, no red sauce, because I get really bad heartburn. So this would actually
0: induce pain. Dude, I'm telling you, if you go down and you need a non-red sauce slice of pizza, you're done. Like, that's not – you can't find any non-red sauce right uh, away. Barbecue
1: chicken, alfredo chicken, pesto. Come on, man. <laughs>
0: Dude, I would just travel with a Lunchable from now on. <laughs> yeah. so that, that's why I to like, what, what's the ratio of people that are ordering the
2: pesto pizza? Like, how many pesto pizzas have been sold? Uh, people
1: of culture, sir. That's <laughs> who's ordering pesto pizza. No, I like, listen, if you want good pizza, you do a white sauce, chicken, bacon, red onions, and black olives and mushrooms.
0: And, and you call yourself a turtle fan. The turtles would be bro, so disappointed in you.
1: They eat, like, <laughs> anchovies on theirs. What are you talking about? They get the worst ingredient. I haven't worked at a pizza place. I think in the two years I worked there, I someone ordered anchovies one time, and it makes the whole area stink. You're like, what what is that smell? The turtles are gross, all right? They, they put, like, marshmallow pizza, mayonnaise pizza. Although I've heard mayonnaise on pizza is pretty good, but that's a different argument.
0: Mayonnaise on pizza?
1: I haven't tried it. I'm not opposed to trying it. I think I've heard it's good, though.
0: You know, you say that, but technically that's not a red sauce anymore, so you probably have tried it.
1: I should just make it. I don't. I don't know if it's like the whole sauce. I think it's like the drizzle, like Maude does.
0: Like a,
1: like a top or something. I don't know. How do you guys feel about red versus white pizza sauce, Daniel and Chris? White's better. Uh, and See? With, with pineapples. Yes!
0: Pineapple Whoa. is a good topping. And white sauce with pineapples? Yep. <laughs> good for funny. you. That's crazy. That's like two different camps of thinking. Like.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Chris is turning the internet yeah. over on its end. Uh,
0: does, do, do one of you guys
3: want to be the turn-by-turn co-host? <laughs>
1: <laughs> we already talked about it. Turn-by-burner. I think, I think Daniel had a good run. Uh, we're just going to talk about things we hate. Now, what kind of, what's, you, what's your pizza choice, Daniel?
3: Uh, anything is like... literally Anything but what I
1: said.
3: <laughs> I don't know. I, like, I guess I'd have to try it before I fully... Fully block you on Twitter, but <laughs>
1: that's the thing about pizza too. Like, even if it's bad, you're still going to eat it because bad exactly. pizza, right? Yeah.
3: Like, my standards are incredibly low. Was it free? That gives it like extra much pay? like my
1: dating life in college. No,
0: uh no, because pizza exists.
1: Ah, uh, uh,
0: that,
1: that hurts. That hurts. Zing,
0: zing. That one hurt through the internet. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Put one, one, on, the the Put one no. on the board for Shelby. No uh so turn by turn to slice by slice I'm liking it it's, it's a beautiful <laughs> thing so where so where do you land how many slices out of a pizza would you give the turtles case extra
1: large six, 12 out of 12 like
0: twelve out of buy. 12 yeah
1: cuz i think that's 12 slices on an extra large uh no it's a great game every if you like beat em ups if you like in game you can couch up. like it's it's a must own in my mind like it needs to be on your library cuz you can play with anybody my four-year-old daughter who's had no interest is like i want to play all the time and i'm like yes let's do it just so i can say portals
0: did you did you see this comment and from the chat exactly, turtle can club. we just rename the podcast <laughs> hey, casey's turtle club
1: <laughs> yes yes with the new one no i'm gonna be moving on because actually we're moving on to jrpg july but i know actually something you want to move on to you started your monster hunter rise i've been i played that today too because i was thinking about you in that demo i'm
0: I'm trying to figure out the Monster Hunter Rise. Turns out um, this one entails a lot of reading. Um, So the onboarding in this game is pretty intense, but I'm really liking it. I need to hunt me some more monsters. I think Switch is the right way to play this game. Um, I played Monster Hunter World for a bit on the Xbox 1 when that came out a couple of years ago whatever it was. Really liked it. Uh, the Switch is really nice to be the console of choice here though because you can jump on, play like a 20-30 minute hunt and then hop off and it's it's pretty easy and consumable that way.
1: What I love about it is if you go online, there's always a group for something. Like the, is the that fandom really? yeah, like it's not oh, hard yeah. to go I was trying to farm because I wanted to get ready. Because I'm going to, when you, the expansion comes out, I'm going to get it and I'll play with you. Because this was my game of the year last year, purely because you can ride the dog, right? I, that was my big argument. Um, my big thing is I got the Rush suit. There was a challenge to get a Rush Mega Man suit. So over your Palomute, it looks like Rush now every time I'm on him. So
0: you're talking cool. about Rush of Mega Man fame, that right? That is
1: correct. I have Rush and my dog is named Rush and I can ride Rush around on the map.
0: Nice, Chris. It seems like you've played this game a little bit too.
4: I, I have. We did an episode on it, and uh, my brother yeah. and I were playing that. And I've been playing
1: Monster Hunter since the PSP days. Oh wow! It's gotten way more accessible, right? Like I felt like I played it on 3DS, and I tried to play on other systems, and they used to like micromanage everything. And there's a yes. lot of little systems in this, but it's more—it's the most accessible Monster Hunter has been since the world was pretty accessible but this takes it to that i wouldn't use
4: the word accessible i would use the word streamlined they they are just cutting out a lot of the the busy work that you clearly if you've played monster hunter for a decade like i have you can do that and it's it's not where the value in the game ever really was i don't think i think that it was you did this stuff to get around to hunting more monsters and so now they're like or you could like just hunt monsters i'm like
1: or we could just do that the fun part. Yeah, the fun part and get cool <laughs> items and die. So what what's your weapon spec, Shelby?
0: Um currently I'm running with a bow because oh. when I played worlds I a world I played bow, so it came like back pretty naturally when I was kind of going through. The,
1: like the regular bow, like bow and arrow bow?
0: Yeah, the regular bow. It does have a melee attack on it which is kind of nice. You can do like yeah. a three hit melee attack with the bow, so I feel like I can like kind of p- uh, hit them with some arrows from afar and then come in when they rush and uh, do some up close damage.
1: Chris, what do you?
4: Uh, for Rise, it Weapon-wise, was the first time yeah, I, like I the... used the, the bow. Um, I was having fun with that just kind of casually. And then if I have to like carry or something, I've got to get out the uh, the great sword, the, the giant oh, sword, because that's that's what I know I'm the most effective at.
1: <laughs> I use the heavy bow gun uh, and I do a sticky bomb build because I like to watch the big boom. Go and I like to lay traps. If you're in a group, it's great because you'll just put little sticky bombs on and you can have a barrel and you can set the barrel up to be an explosive and blow up and uh trap people like that. And I use the long sword, the katana myself. Um I was trying to make work on my new build because I was looking at YouTube videos for that too. Have you how much crafting have you done, Shelby?
0: Um crafting as in like armor sets.
1: Armor weapon sets, yeah.
0: Um so I built my first complete armor set, the great Is Saki, is uh, someone with
1: an eye? Suki, the, the it's like blue Suzuki, and orange. There you white.
0: go. Yeah, orange. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah so I built out that one. That was a cool little armor set. And then I upgraded my bow one time. um but it kind of has half the tree blocked off right now so i know i need to play more game in order to access the rest of it you have to get Um, the rank
1: seven monster or the seven star monsters to get the other half of the tree yeah
0: oh is that you had to go all the way to seven before that happens
1: it's seven star monsters it's rank like you'll rank up really fast like i'm rank 75 right now
0: gotcha Yeah, I I would say that, um, you know, there's a lot of reading up front, but like you said, there's a lot of pretty complex systems in here. Like you really need to understand how the systems click together in order for it to work. This is my second run at a Monster Hunter game. The first one was World, and I didn't really have the social tie-in that I think I'll have Mm -hmm. on the Switch. So I think I'm going to stick around for this one. I've been enjoying it thus far and continue down the path, I think.
1: Here's the real question, Shelby. Are you finally going to buy Nintendo Switch online?
0: I'm not paying for anything. I refuse. I signed up. I signed up for my seven day free trial yesterday, so we better we better beat the game in seven days. I I respect that.
4: It's twenty dollars. Yeah, but you pay for your internet already. Like, why do you? Why are you going to charge me to use my own internet?
1: I fully agree (laughs) with that. So you feel that same way about Microsoft and Sony as well? They should absolutely, absolutely.
4: You're going to charge me sixty dollars to use the internet I already
1: pay for every month. Come on. Shelby, how, do you pay for Xbox and PlayStation Online or one of those I services? Mean,
0: I mean, uh, I'm i a Game Pass member, so it's all wrapped in in that. But...
1: I rest my case. There we go. Game nit- Pass is different, though. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, if you want to play classic games on the Nintendo, uh, if you get the SNES, the NES, and the N64 library, <laughs> it's pretty much like Game Pass, really. You know, I mean... it might Some might argue okay. better.
4: Okay. Okay. So so while Game Pass uh, while Game Pass is gonna advertise Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge, uh True. Nintendo's gonna be like, guys, we're adding Mappy. You guys remember Mappy Land? <laughs> Next month we might add flicky, but only if you're good.
3: Don't ruin season three. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, guys, we're gonna we're gonna talk about table tennis for two hours for the snack.
1: Yeah, well, um, was it?
0: What was it? Was it uh, like the Mar- the ninety nine Mario's was doing really well? And they're like, this is going really well for us. No, ninety nine Mario's didn't
1: it. do great. Ninety nine Tetris has done great, and people uh, really love Tetris night Tetris ninety
0: nine. The Mario one, people are like,
1: this is okay, interesting, and then they got rid of it. No, what you're thinking of was the the
4: pack that had the three Mario games everybody loves. That was doing yeah. great. Now let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's
1: that we're gonna, that we're gonna sell all. Fire Emblem. Oh 1. yeah, the anniversary the for Galaxy 64 and uh, yeah, Sunshine. and and Fire Emblem One. I did the same thing. Fire
4: Emblem's turning yeah. 30. How do we celebrate? Let's sell Game One in English for the first time, but only for like four months, and then we'll good it. luck. Like,
1: why Nintendo? It's like that yeah. South Park where Cartman gets an amusement park. And they're like, uh, hey, uh, you know, like no one can come to the amusement park. I wanna go. Well, you make it scarce, everybody wants it, you know? That's the whole
0: But here's the deal: like this is software. This is not like stuck in a container off of LA, okay? Right, right. This right. you just turn the switch back on.
4: <laughs> hey. That's it. And then you get more yeah, so, people people just didn't want Fire Emblem one from the Super Nintendo bad enough. Like, what? what?
0: Right. Which, by the way, I don't know how they have not released Chrono Trigger. Like, seriously, figure that out. I don't know what you gotta do to make it happen.
1: because it's not Nintendo's. It's Square Enix. And they have it re-released on a lot of things, but I think people want to remaster that. And I know there's a lot of talk of games as we move into the news. We can be talking games and what's going on there. Uh, We're gonna move around the news stories a little bit that we had pre-posted. But I know people really want, speaking of wanting a game, people really want a Simpsons Hit and Run.
0: Yeah, I saw you pulled the story. So, like, they're doing a sit home home since hit. they're refurbishing Hit and Run, but it's not, like, officially refurbishing it. Like, you can't buy it, this thing. It's
1: a fan-made Simpsons Hit and Run. Like, so fans want to make it, because people have been in a, f- like, fever. It, like, people that played Hit and Run, did any of you ever play Hit and Run on PS2 but way back when? No, but I know people love it. And I've seen it. <laughs> it's GTA Simpsons, right? Like, it's what you want. It's Simpsons that's open world. It's funny. It's well written. And I would love to see it with like a new powerful engine and a new run. I've, we've had a Simpsons Renaissance in my house. My son found the Simpsons. And uh, there's some funny quotes coming from him these days. Now, it's from that. My favorite is, you know, Pirate Hell is full of pirates. So I was like, what are you talking about? Because like, Reverend Lovejoy was talking about hell and there's pirates in hell. And I was like, okay. Good
4: so enough.
0: I think one of my favorite parts of this article is like he thought, essentially real, said. Real
4: quick, I thought yeah. your son just got into Nintendo
1: and heard that from them. <laughs> oh, no, no, that'd be great. <laughs> hey, my son's definitely into Nintendo. No, he's really into One Piece, and he oh. really likes The Simpsons. And like, I, mean, I think The Simpsons is a American staple of like shows. It's been around for thirty plus. He's almost forty. Everyone has a favorite Simpsons episode. I, I I don't know why they wouldn't pay to just make this a real game instead of fans doing it.
0: Well, I think the funniest thing here is that he's actually quoted in saying, and this article is from Kotaku, by the way. It says, this is a fan remake for entertainment purposes. This game will never be available for download. Please do not pester my poor Discord mods for a download link. So essentially he's making it to say, hey, look, I'm making something, but no one can buy it unless like no one's going to be able to buy this thing so why wouldn't the owners of simpsons either come in and say okay we'll partner with you and charge for it or just shut it down completely it doesn't seem like they're going to take no stance here
1: oh they're they're going to come after them, but if if only i don't know one of i guarantee one of those people that are going to get it are going to put it out there like here you go everybody because they want to be the cool guy on the internet that's that's
4: sometimes how these things have to happen from a legal perspective is that you say, well, it's not going to be available for download anywhere. And then True. it leaked. Oopsie doopsie. And now we have it. It, it. It's just kind of the, how you have to go about these things. Cause companies still have not like, uh, this is something I really firmly believe like Japan, Japanese companies still don't understand things like YouTube and how mm-hmm. that is beneficial to games.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, and And they hate music being played on youtube yeah
4: yes and and in the west we view that as very backwards but i i think that the west still needs to get on the train of figuring out that fans can make some really good games and the only one that i feel like has embraced this is sega Mm -hmm. so far
1: yeah
0: Yeah. And that's, was it Sonic Sonic Mania? Wasn't there like a fan recreate that eventually made it out? Uh, It it was a bunch of fans worked on
1: it. And then the guy who they led it was the head of the fan run. They they Mm -hmm. hired Sega hired him internally. And people love Sonic Mania. I have yeah, Sonic, Sonic Mania; it's fun. It's good. First, Sonic.
4: actually, had him do the ports. Uh, he he liked working on Sonic stuff, and I think did a couple fan projects. So they hired yeah. him to do the ports to iOS and Android yeah. for Sonic's one through three or something. He did a stellar job, from what I've heard. I don't play games on phone really. Yeah. Um he, he But then fantastic. they were like, "All right, you know, if you are really into this, you can try and lead a project." So, yeah. Mania happened,
1: which is Mania cool. is fantastic. And then they're not using them anymore, which is weird. And the same thing is like, I don't know. There's tons, like, I think Bethesda's done a really good job because there's the one company that made the Skyrim mod that is basically another game that is now their own studio because so many people love the mod. I can't think of that mm-hmm. company's name. I, if Sean is here, he would know. I should look it up. But uh, there's a big Mega Man community thing called Mega Man Maker where you make your own Mega Man levels that people love. Yes. I'm one of them. And I want that to be a real thing. And I'm like, Capcom, pay them. Because like we talked about it, these indie developers are like, hey, they should be getting jobs because they're making really cool products for you that can make you money. Yeah. Another one I'd backwards.
4: like to uh, shout out is Advanced Wars by Web. Oh. Which is, uh, they've put like every map in there, every versus map in there. They've created their own and you can pick any uh, leader from any of the games. And That's they have like leaderboards, they have casual matches, Ooh. like they have events. It's insane and it's are, awesome.
1: Are you Final Fantasy Tactic fans too? As well, have not played it. Okay, Final Fantasy Tactics is one of my favorite. There is a Twitch channel where they modded it where you just have random armies fight each other and you can make bets in the chat. And That's- I love that. I've always talked about competitive Final Fantasy Tactics, would be great. Um, yeah, i, 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 mean, also I just think- like betting
4: on video games I'm like yeah let's do that we we didn't do bets we did have somebody in the shining force community create a versus uh versus mode that is like a little chess set and it's got different characters and creatures from the game and you can go head to head and so i've got a couple uh i've got like 10 rounds or so of that on my channel and we did a tournament and it was a lot of fun and they're yeah. talking about doing another one so if that's something yeah. you're interested in definitely uh Come to my channel and then we'll I'll, I'll hook you up with the discords because I don't okay. remember what the discords it's are. Right no, now.
1: well you can link it in the chat if you find it too, and then we have our Discord too that people could link in. So, um, but I I think there's an opportunity for this. I love like battling games. I love Pokemon Go, and I love the idea that Niantic is making basically NBA Go. I don't know if you guys looked at that news story I sent you today.
0: That's exactly right, <laughs> folks. You can now go outside and play basketball on your phone.
1: Phil is giggling for the segue, I think, and for the fact he's like, "How's he gonna? How's he gonna do it?" So uh, there.
4: What? <laughs> I have not seen this. What?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a real world NBA game. I I thought real world basketball was just called basketball.
3: Personally, I was like, I, okay. I thought.
1: We
4: we but we, were wrong. About, we we have an episode called uh like elements of an RPG and we talk about what makes an RPG an RPG and I argue that the modern NBA games are RPGs and yeah. uh, this is only further influenced you know now by Neantic doing Pokemon now they're doing NBA so mm-hmm. of course it it fits the other large uh, RPG franchise in the US.
3: So yes. if I'm walking in the woods, am I just going to, like, see players? Like is LeBron walking James, in the woods, like, suddenly Larry Bird appears. You're like, oh,
1: my God, it's Larry Legend. Um, I don't know how it's going Yeah, you, go, you, go, you throw your basketball at people and collect them. You're like, guess what? I got Yao Ming in my hands. Um, I'm trying to think of all the absurd basketball. I Slut can't Web, that's can't the one tell. I want. Catch I all. Cannot... I can't tell if you're
4: joking. I really can't. Like, is uh, that I don't know is?
1: how it's going to work. Like, I kind of was more like, "What are they doing?" Because they had their other game, but they're okay. Here's a good. we're enveloping the world around the basketball universe, or what I personally like to call the turning the real world into a basketball theme park. Which again, I thought was just a basketball court. Uh, <laughs> you now placing objects in the real world to become video game items. The convenience store near you lo- has become a location to pick up your stamina for your NBA player. So here's the question I'm curious. Like, are you an NBA player and you can make a team with other NBA players? Because if LeBron James is the only person that can have LeBron James, we're all screwed. I know. Right? Like, <laughs> I can't, win.
2: I mean, it sounds like what it's going to be, right? Is It, it sounds right. like it's going to be like, yeah, you're a character and you got to go around and find different sites in the world and you're going to get gear and coins and cards and things that you can level up with. And then at some point they'll integrate like playing five on five, like your character will meet up with other characters. I mean, whole thing is, will there be
1: an NBA street mode where I can bounce the ball off people's head and get a cool nickname? So that's what I'm interested in.
0: How did this get it, it, out it, of the marketing department? How is the MP <laughs> like, yep, this is the idea we're going with? This one right Because
1: here. Pokemon Go makes billions of dollars every year. So, they're like, yeah, we'll show that basketball. But well,
0: well, what do you think the NBA Pokemon crossover rate is? Yeah. Um,
1: pretty high. Pretty high, I think. <laughs> you know, I like, mean- it. it It's five on five, Pokemon six on six. Pretty close there. Um, Oh, I I can tell. You're watching NBA. You have a center versus a guard. guard. (laughs) The center is usually an advantage. Center beats guard. Power forward beats center. You know, there's some rock, paper, scissor there. Is this
4: like
0: for the
1: fantasy
4: football people that just decide I want to be more in shape suddenly? Like, it's very confusing. And what you put up said, like, you walk by your convenience store and collect stamina. And I'm like oh Why yes it said, it said, it yeah. said for yeah, your for your player and the first thing that came to mind was do i have a basketball playing tamagotchi is
1: that what this is
4: yeah, like, that's, yeah that's great oh guys stop, i'm sorry
1: i gotta stop and feed much keel o'neill he's super <laughs> hungry. he's, a, big, he's he eats a lot
2: right now oh my god i mean After but it's season. interesting to see right how different sports are trying to integrate with technology because I was thinking back to like 10 years ago with the with baseball right baseball did not want anything on YouTube they didn't want any of their, their clips anywhere they they just recently got onto Facebook where they're actually streaming games live on Facebook and it seems like football the NFL kind of has fantasy football built in for it it seems like some of these sports are trying to find their modern way to integrate with technology because baseball struggled for a long time with like nobody, like the young kids, right. like I like to watch baseball. Like I like to go and chill and relax. Grandpa Phil. Gear. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, but young people, they're not like, you can't find it anywhere. And no. like cables, cable's gone. And the so I think
1: that, baseball fans, like 54, 55, yeah. right. Because of TV, but their app is really good from what I understand. Like they, they developed a really good MLB app.
0: And you MLB can watch everything there. App? Oh yeah, like a anything? you could,
1: like yeah, an app like Netflix. It's a streaming service where you can just watch all the MLB. An MLB Network. That's all. App that they they pay for a service there.
0: Do you pay for that, Phil?
1: No, I don't. No, I'm not paying. Uh, like, me, I'm,
0: I'm not no, paying for no, any of that uh, stuff. Uh, no, I know. I <laughs> not, if... I'm saving up all my money for the um, NBA the, Go. No, for the Nintendo Live package.
1: Oh, okay, that's right. Well, really quick, say how many NBA Hold players on. do you think there have been all time ever, ever in the I've history
0: of the NBA? I, uh, no, less, than- less
1: than Pokemon, <laughs>
4: <laughs> more than Pokemon, actually.
1: Really? Pokemon's almost a fourth of what's been in there. Fourth but fifth. will they will they all have shiny versions, though? I gotta know. <laughs> it's when they change teams. Yeah, Michael Jordan, and then Michael Jordan has the Wizards. It's a shiny version. Uh,
4: they, I almost. You're telling me I can't get Irish Yao Ming? Ugh. No Irish
1: Yao Ming.
3: It's almost going to be like a new, like an updated version of like West Side Story where like some people show up at Town Hall to get a bunch of Weedles. And then the <laughs> yeah. other group is there to get the 84 Lakers. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need to get Magic Johnson. Yeah. And some beautiful love stories. So maybe some Romeo and Juliet's. We play Go in this house. You will not date anybody that played that NBA game. Um, you
0: know, do you know players. how they it's, have, it, it like...
1: has been, like, 5,000 players, so it I'm going to play one game. I'm going to make a we'll...
4: massive prediction right now. Okay. Product placement is going to play a massive role in this. Like, <laughs> yeah. you're going to have Shaq, and then you're going to have Nike's Shaq, and that's going to be the... That's play. Nike
1: Shaq? That's a really <laughs> short window for Shaq. I mean... That... <laughs> No, you're that's already. Not fun. Like... That's not a Shaq quit joking. doing Nike shoes because his a fan came up to him. I'm a huge Shaq fan. Came up to him and told him, like, I can't afford these. And so he's like, you're right. And that's why he makes all his shoes at, like, Walmart. Because he wanted something affordable for families and kids. So, like, a Shaq brand shoe is, like, 40 bucks. I need
0: okay. the white pizza sauce version of Shaq, okay? Hey,
1: hey, <laughs> hey. He owns Papa John's now, isn't he? Isn't he the Papa know. John's guy?
0: Yeah, he's Papa John now. He's Papa John. I'm I'm confirmed. So all I can't all I just have to. So like, I feel like this NBA app is going to be like a couch to 5k knockoff, but it's going to be like NBA or something like that. You know what I mean? They're going to get you off and teach you how to dribble little by little and then get you going. Yeah.
1: The NBA has also pushed for Oculus, too, so I'm not surprised. And people love the NBA 2K games because I've heard it's like an experience. It's open world. You can walk around and challenge people to 1v1. I, I will download this. I will play this. I will do a full report. I'm in. I'll, I'll I'm, only getting, I'm only getting 1996 Sonic players, though. Sean Kemp, I, I, Gary Payton, that is it. i am definitely after
4: well it's it's late so and and he's older but i'm definitely going to call up like my dad who's almost 60 now tomorrow and be like dad are you excited for nba go and just see see
0: (laughs) See he's gonna be like like, what "What?" or he's gonna come back and be like yeah i already pre-registered i can get my username taken already
1: oh man um well and our final news story is not as exciting, but it actually wasn't as bad. It was the Nintendo Direct today? Did you guys get to watch any of the Nintendo Direct that aired?
0: Yes. Um was, A lot like... of good
1: RPG coverage. Persona five is coming to the dire- uh Nintendo in October. It happened. Um that was the big one. People got you know, they they talked about it what, two weeks ago that it was coming to Xbox, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Is people... that gonna be on Game Pass?
0: I don't know. I, I can't speak to that it doesn't i mean the, the thing is, is like it's also coming in october i think though right so like persona 5 is going to be everywhere come october it's going to the pc the xbox and to the switch at this point.
1: it'll be going to game pass
0: okay so it, is it also included in a nintendo online account
1: no no <laughs>
4: What planet are you on? (laughs) He's making a point. I I know, I know. (laughs) I get it. Mark went up on the
2: chalkboard, Shelby. We're hey, so hey, bringing them no.
4: in tonight. You are not You are not putting us on a path to get Flicky next month. Yeah, no, Dude. oh, come
0: on. <laughs> we heard the podcast. The answer is no to Flicky. Okay, <laughs> Nintendo, just please love me. Um, it feels like there's a ton of RPGs uh, on this yeah. announcement today.
1: The, the, this Live Alive was been known for a while. It's coming out at the end of this month. And that was one that I was like, am I going to buy this? The demo came out today, and we have so much coming up. Here's the other thing: our show is about backlog games, and someone was giving me a hard time. Like, you're playing a lot of new games. I was like, you're right. I and I was looking at my backlog, and I'm a JRPG guy, but I have tons to go here. But the the Live Alive is one that will be on my backlog, like to play. Um, the other one that looked interesting was that Harvesta. That Square also, is coming out. It's like uh, Live Alive came out like 30 years ago. I think it's safe to play it today and call it back. True. <laughs> true, right? Because it's a remake of a Super Nintendo game, right? And this is just the remastered version. You're right. Yeah. Nice spin. I am still playing a backlog game. Suck it to that one guy who messaged me. Like, hey, why don't you play backlog games?
0: Um give me a that, scandal. I'll I'll tell him.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll dox him right now. Uh no, that's that's one actually that I was pretty excited about. Um Harvester down at the bottom looked really cool. It's like Square's version of Harvest Moon or Stardew Valley. Yeah. I way. saw
4: somebody tweet about this today and say we always wondered what would Harvest Moon or uh Stardew Valley look like if it was made by Square. And the answer is it's emo as hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: And I'm here for it. Oh yeah. Um Minecraft Legends looked interesting. I think the one that I knew Portal, the Portal collection's coming. And I, I love me some portal. Portal's a great game.
0: Yeah, uh, the one that jumped off to me, and I'd seen this once before, and I don't think we talked about it on the cast, was the Harvest Moon meets Disney game. Oh, the Disney. Uh, Starview yeah, yeah. Valley Disney edition is what it looks like.
1: Yeah, that, you're a Disney oh. guy. I know what you're talking about. Um, well, I mean,
0: yeah, I mean, my kids are going to eat that up. How about uh, how about Sunbreak? Dream,
1: Dreamlight Valley, right?
0: Yeah, that one. That mm-hmm. one
1: looks cool. Sunbreak is just more Mohan, like which people like. I, I thought I would see more from you Shelby about Monkey Island are aren't you a big Monkey Island guy?
0: I mean I played it. Like okay. I I I came to it too late. I think I played it on 360, so it was it was already dated at that point. And it's one of those things where it's like you got to mix the hammer with the fan and that's how you get through. Like it seemed a little uh difficult to get through at times. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I kind of like the aesthetic. I love Tim Schaefer. Like I normally give Tim Schafer a pass on anything he does.
1: Yeah. Um, I did think it was interesting that like the the running meme too was like, of course Nintendo. You can always count on Ubisoft leaking a game when Mario uh, Nintendo says there's a direct tomorrow because they accidentally like, posted hey the release date yeah. for Mario and rabbits when Nintendo's like it's gonna be a direct and Ubisoft's like guess what we're ruining it for everybody. I,
4: I uh-huh. heard speculation that was intentional because it's like, you know, it's like a mini direct and it's for partners. And so yeah. you have Nintendo people that are like, eh, whatever. And then it's like, yeah. Mario's going to be there. And it's like,
1: oh, Mario's going to be there. We got, we better turn out. Well, here's the thing. It comes out October 20th and then Persona 5 on the 21st. I'd be curious to see which one does better. Um. Yeah.
4: I don't I, I'm going to be honest, I don't understand. Like I'm always happy that a game comes out on more platforms, but Same. it's real the the push for Persona to be on Switch was so odd to me and that it's like yeah. if you're really really into this game that you really really badly want on Switch. Have you, why are you like have you already played it to be that into
1: it or like it's it's a little odd. Yeah. Well, here's what I really like about it. People will quit complaining about it on the internet. And I don't have yeah. to see it on my timeline. So I'm like,
0: yeah, it's gone. I mean, so there. so for my situation, I travel a lot for work. And whenever I travel, I have my Switch. Yeah. And that seems like the perfect game to just kind of like hunker down on a plane and like read and think out steps and stuff of that nature. So I think that would be my preferred place to play it. Is it a handheld mode, mode where I can jump in and out like every 20 minutes if I need to? but I also haven't played it on PS4 or anywhere else. Then I don't know that I would like dedicate screen, like TV time to that title. So that's why I'm excited for it. But that also tells you that I'm not like a super hardcore persona fan too.
4: Yeah. I I am interested in it for the same reason. I just think it's odd that there were people posting about this every single direct (laughs) nonstop every day. And I'm like, man i'm still happy for you to get a win like
1: <laughs> don't take this as an attack you know no, at i'm very happy. i'm attacking them i'm happy you're not talking about it anymore like that's how I took like let it go guy i don't even hear about it every day give me some other hot talk takes
0: so uh, do you think that this lineup was strong enough to hang with all of the other summer game fest stuff because i feel like it was uh,
1: I think it was good pacing. I think people want to see Persona. The RPG time looked really cool, where it looks like a storybook. There's that other game I talked about, too, the, yeah, that the little... Cool. Uh, what's it called? I think our chat That was announced at Summer mm-hmm. Game Fest. The little Squire, right? Yes. That one that also is really the like...
4: Plucky, plucky little Squire, I think. Plucky
1: little Squire. That plucky. looks amazing, right? And so does this. So yeah. I, I like cool games that look like that. Um, I, I think it's a good mini-direct. We're still not a real direct. I think people that Want to hear about Metroid? We're sad. The other thing I think people are really excited about, I know people love Mega Man Battle Network. They're now I releasing like, the I
4: collection. The, the first one. And can we can we give some kudos to Capcom for releasing a collection that contains ten Game Boy Advance? Yeah.
1: Like, if we
4: done that? Like,
1: I, I think we're done, breaking new ground. They did the Mega Man. That's those are NES Super Nintendo games in like two parts. Yeah.
4: And yeah. Over
1: ten games. I'm not. I'm not a Mega
4: Man guy. Actually, I, I've played the sixty, the one that was on sixty four in Mega Man Legends, and I played That's Battle Network, one. and I, a, I really yeah. liked Battle Network. I, I liked both of those, but Battle Network was a ton of fun. Um, and it had great action replay codes, which made it more fun. Um, yes.
1: Cap- Capcom is really good about going. Uh, hey, Mega Man, let's just give them all of them. And then there are like other series that people are like, no, we'll just give you all the Mega Man. So that keeps the the crowd quiet. I
4: think we need that for
1: especially young
4: people that are getting into gaming, like young people that are coming up into this, that it's like, you know, it's sort of like with movies, you want to, you know, if you're releasing a movie that's like, okay, this is movie number 15, the only way you're going to have an audience for that is to make number one accessible so that right. I can start from the beginning and get there. And so, but also you don't want to be like, well, each one is, you know, full price these days. It's $60 to, you know, play Mega Man battle network. You'd be like, eh, well, am I going to play 10 of those? Like, no, but if you say, Hey, here's well, 10, yeah, my. <laughs> 10 Mega Man. Yeah, maybe, but <laughs> yeah. it's, a, a really, really high value to go. Here's 10 like fully fleshed out RPGs for, you know, in one package. Like, that's insane. I, I just well, kind of can't believe
1: that. Right. It's really, we talk about value on this show. And I think on one of your podcasts, it might have been you, Daniel, that talked about, or maybe it was you, Chris. Maybe you, one of you can remind me that when you used to buy a game, developers made games with intention. Like, you're not buying a game every month, right? Like, this game is supposed to, especially with RPGs, the genre you talk about it's, hey, you're going to sink a lot of time in this because, you know, it's getting games a special occasion, right? I think we Um, both feel that way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, well, we kind of, we're moving into our next month, and this is a segment we did last year, and it was something that I really enjoyed, and it's JRPG July. And I was, I'm a teacher, and one of my favorite things when I think of summer and summer break, especially for me, that was the time when i get, like, a JRPG to play through the whole summer. That I think summer, I think of JRPGs. And I forced Shelby and Phil to pick one off their backlog and play with me. Um, so I'm gonna finish, I want to talk, I'm gonna finish Fire Emblem Binding Blade. That's the one that did not come out in the West. I have a fan translated version. And then Shelby and the last there's a bunch of those. I, the one on the Super Nintendo I wanna play is the one with um Serum or uh, the gene, Genealogy Holy War. Yep. is the one I'd like to do next. But I'm gonna finish Binding Blade on stream. I'm gonna and I'm I do like you, Daniel. Just YOLO. You, you, they die, they die. I've lost a few good men and women on the on the road.
0: Okay, um, I f- I feel like this is the time to ask. So if you're going in to play a Fire Emblem game, it's like built to where you're supposed to lose heroes. My question is: Is if I get wiped, like on the last or c- close to the, like one of the high level ma- level maps, am I going to be able to just plug and play another character and still get through that map, well, or can you get painted into a corner?
1: In current games, you can turn that mode off if you right. want to just build an, a guy. But if you want the challenge, you, you if you like know you're like I'm wiping really bad and I've lost and I don't have anybody built in reserves here in the older games of Fire Emblem. It was really bad because there was no like random battles in these like Fire Emblem Three Heroes. You could go level... okay. I lost two guys. I'm gonna go out and level up my backups because I have uh places I can go level them up. Like, there's you can make every unit really good in Fire Emblem if you sync the time in it. In
4: three houses. I, I think too that the newer games are not made for it, especially Three Houses because you get every character pretty much that you're gonna have in chapter two or something. And so, if yeah. you lose somebody, there's not There's no reserves coming. That's it. (laughs) But
1: but you can go recruit other people from other houses. That's the thing about... So I love... Fire Emblem Three Houses is amazing that, like, if you go talk to a student at the red team and you know they really, like... There's one character, and this is a minor spoiler, okay? He's, like, really just wants to date all the women, total tomcat, tries to sleep with anything that goes by him. If you choose to make Byliff the main character of the female version... You go talk to him, he automatically joins the house. If you're a male, it takes a really long time. But if you're a female, he's like, yep, I'll join your house. Like, I'll join your school. Because he just does, he thinks with a short sword. If he uh, him. I,
4: I've got a hot take about recruiting characters oh, okay. in that game. Um, so this is this is my hot take. And that is that um, Daniel and I just also, uh, we're, we're one of our episodes we're doing for season three, I hope it's okay for me to say, is talking about meaningful choice in yeah. games. Yes. That's oh me. no! It's, but, uh, we'll,
1: um, we'll, we'll promote that.
4: And we we didn't talk about three houses, but I will say that something that to me makes the the house you choose meaningful is not recruiting all those other characters. So mm-hmm. I'm actually, for my playthroughs, not doing that because, at least in my first playthrough, I haven't gotten there. In my second one, in my first one, when we go to war against these other nations and those other nations have those other students. Yeah. You get really unique interactions. And instead of having, you know, some nameless or faceless guy fill in for them that you don't even know, it it doesn't really matter. It doesn't have any emotional weight. It's one of the students is the boss for that map. Yeah. And that has a lot more weight to it. And it,
1: it, But if you recruit someone from that school, that's close to that student, because that's the other thing you can build relationships in that game. Shelby, you're thinking about this game and you're thinking about 13 Sentinels, right?
0: Yeah, correct. And between those two, in regard to uh, the JRPG July, <laughs>
1: I, I personally would recommend, I think you would like three houses more. I, from what I understand with 13 Sentinels, it's a giant anime with like random def- tower defense game in there, but I know people love the story and it's like a, a, a tiny, whiny And as we call it, time travel games are tiny, whiny. It's super timey-wimey. Let's let's not pretend three houses is not also super anime. <laughs> it is also super anime. Yes, yes, yes. This is also true.
0: So, yeah, and and part of my thing is like, oh, JRPG July. That's the time when I play the anime. So, that may be why it's on the list as well.
1: Mm. Um what what draws you to 13 Sentinels?
0: Um the fact that it's been on my list of of games to play. And I thought it was a JRPG, uh, but is. apparently it's it's more of a tower defense. And I you haven't know, really it's, it's looked considered into it, but game, I know that game. I kind of been avoiding JRPGs for a long time. And last year I got really into um, Like a Dragon. That's a
4: good one.
0: Which I liked quite a bit. So I'm excited to hop back into something. Um, Fire Emblem Three Houses is probably going to be where I lean um because of your recommendation and because of dr z's recommendation on that one as well he really yeah. enjoyed that that title also
1: like when i watch the trailers for ages and it, it is a jrpg and it looks like it has interesting battling um and i know people love it i don't know i mean you like you like into the breach too
0: i do like into the breach.
1: here's what i would recommend game. i think maybe you watch like a little like one to play too. through uh, into the breach is good got good tile feel um I, I think you kind of flip a coin. Daniel, have you played either Aegis Rim? I know you played Three Houses. Have you either of you, Chris or Daniel, played Aegis or 13 Sentinels? I, I've looked at no.
4: it. It looks pretty much to me like you're describing that. Yeah. I was like, oh, this looks interesting. I might be interested in this. And then I saw a lot of the tower defense things and I was like, I
1: can move further down my backlog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I know Shelby likes Tower Defense because he's a big Act fan. Didn't you like that part of Actraiser? The platforming and that no.
0: No. The 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 sequel that they tried to make for Actraiser was Tower Defense and they ruined it. They okay. ruined it to Got its it. core. They took Got the worst it. part of that game. And were like, yeah, let's let's do this. Let's make a whole game about the
1: part
3: we yeah. don't like. No, yeah.
0: I mean Tower Defense is the last Tower Defense I probably played was like Balloon Pop with the monkey on. Yeah. The web portal, you know what I'm talking I, about. I thought
1: you were. Okay. I thought you would were a Clash of Clans guy for some reason.
0: I play. I mean, for like three weeks, and I'm also offended. Clash of Clans, really?
1: Listen, Marvel Strike Force, Clash of Clans, Pokemon Go, we're all Whoa. there, dude. Whoa. One of those hit home, and he knows which. Whoa, one Marvel
0: Strike Force was more of a JRPG than you'd like to admit. Let's <laughs> be real.
1: It is. It has a story <laughs> mode. It's that turn I would say it. I would say it. Um, Phil, what do you think about playing? Uh, so
2: I actually have a couple things to say First, some compliments to both of you at, um, turn by turn. I listened to a lot of episodes today. So today I actually, once or twice a week, I drive into the office and it takes me about an hour and a half hour and 45 minutes to go each way, depending on traffic. Um, and so I jumped onto your Chrono Trigger episode first because I was considering playing that. Um, and then I realized that, you know, it's one of your first five episodes. And then I listened to um, your, the, the last episode of the season, which was The World Ends With You. And I thought it was great. Just first, making content and podcasting is hard. And just you guys have really grown and I could tell on that last episode that I think that you do a great job. What really interests me when I'm listening to gaming content is a good balance between, you know, game mechanics, just talking about how good a game is. And then um, like philosophy and like different uh, themes throughout a game. And I thought that both of you that it was great. It was engaging the entire time. And uh, I'm already following you and excited to listen to your next season. So I think that will be uh, super cool now with oh please please keep going yeah that's it
4: that's oh, it no. so- really good at hyping it up.
0: oh stop it stop yeah. it some more stop it some more don't stop oh. you, so know,
4: like, I, you know not like you know <laughs> i know your, think- your check will be in the mail shortly yeah
2: i only accept change um so uh <laughs> <Okay>. by- <laughs> yeah exactly if the box doesn't weigh 10 pounds i just leave it out there it's not enough <laughs> uh so then my experience okay with with uh rpgs and uh, and, uh JRPGs is I finished, okay, Final Fantasy Seven, Final Fantasy Eight, Final Fantasy IX, Final Fantasy XI, and Twelve, And I'll actually, and it kind of ties the two shows together with this, which is we're battling our backlog and we don't have a lot of time. I'll tell you where my experience ended uh, with RPGs and JRPGs. I also did a bunch of Pokemon games, but those are on the shelf. Um, I was think I was playing Final Fantasy Thirteen. And I got to this moment where I was in a sort of transitional boss battle where, you know, you are in it, you fight a boss and then it opens you up to a new section of the world. And the boss battle was, it was like 40 minutes and it was like heal, you know, heal. They just kept going back to full health, attack, heal, attack, heal, attack, heal. And I lost. And then I was like, dude, I don't have time for this. And I just moved on to another game because it was 45 minutes of battling this boss. So I was looking at games, if I'm going to do JRPG July, which I am, and I'm going to stream some of these games um, on the stream. So I was looking at games that would be accessible, short playthroughs. They don't necessarily need to be easy, uh, but shorter playthroughs that I could get done in like, say, 10 streams, uh, 20 hours, Chrono Trigger. Final Fantasy VI, which is, I think, Final Fantasy III in the United States. I was looking at Octopath Traveler, but I think that that one is like a 60-hour, 60, 60, 60 to 80-hour...
1: like Trigger, all those games you named are all 60 hours.
2: Are they all 60? So <laughs> what would choice. be your guys' recommendations for dads or working people that have 20 to 40 hours to play
1: an RPG? Mm-hmm. Daniel, Chris, I'll let you guys take the floor first.
3: Maybe skew like GBA, like Game Boy Advance. <laughs> <laughs> Might be a good, good. I, I've been playing this weird one called Lunar Legend.
1: I love that game,
3: yeah. So that, that's, that's on iPhone, too.
1: That's pretty good. iPhone port, and I, uh, am, I am taking notes.
3: Like, fun fact about that game one of your characters is literally Peter Griffin from Family Guy.
1: <laughs> really?
0: Like really he looks exactly
3: home? like him, exactly like him. What in Lunar, yeah.
1: Are you talking about Nash?
3: Uh, no. Nash is the handsome one. Uh, I think his named Remus.
1: Okay, not out. Oh, yeah, Remus does. Come. Oh, yeah. yeah merchant. He is. <laughs> he's like, oh, my God. He's anime Peter Griffin.
0: Peter Griffin is also handsome. We don't want to blow you out. No offense <laughs> yes, to Peter I'm Griffin out there.
3: <laughs> but he looks just like him. But um, that's probably in that, like, 20 to 40 hour range. That's so funny. That you could do pretty easy. And it's it's a very traditional rpg you have fantasy characters there's there's a suspect magic user that j- joins you and has kind of his own motives and thinks really highly of himself and there's the the hero main character who wants to be an explorer and is weird somewhat oh, magic that's a user. link of
1: Remus if you want to put it in the chat or in the <laughs>
3: <laughs> but Uh, that, that might be a decent pick and probably something that hasn't been done like too, too much.
1: Yeah. Um, Chris, what about you? Um, I'm consulting
4: my, I keep a list of like all RPGs I've played on my phone. (laughs) Um, I do think going back to the GBA is a good idea. Uh, we talked about Fire Emblem Sacred Stones. If you've not played that, that might be a, be a good one. Um, because the some of the fire emblems are kind of like as long as you uh, they're as long as you make them. There he is. <laughs> yeah, I, I having not played that game, I see why you say Peter Griffin. Yeah. <laughs> What what as soon I as he see, said to see was like what I don't know who's putting up the uh, who's putting up the images, but I want to see the guy that Casey thought
1: was Peter. Griffin. Yeah, well, I was like because he had the hair. The hair did not look like Peter. I was like, what is wrong? And then I because Ramus is only in your party for a short time. I don't want to spoil too much, so I don't consider him like he's integral to oh. the story. But you're like he's not one of the guys. You know, one of the the one you in the game with. Oh.
4: Sure, I just I just want to throw you under the bus because as soon as you were like
1: Nash and Daniel was
4: like the handsome one, I'm like, what, are you, what is that? What are you saying about Peter Griffin? Um, but another another shorter uh, RPG that's again one that's kind of as long as you want to make it. A lot of people won't consider it an RPG. Fully respect that. Fully get why. Um, if you've never played any of the Warriors games, absolutely would recommend um, Dynasty Warrior. Dynasty or Samurai, but I'm definitely a Samurai guy.
1: Or um, or One Piece Warriors, so, which is yeah. anime and awesome. Because then you learn about One Piece, which I'd be so happy about, Phil.
4: Yes, you could. But I, I still would recommend uh, the most. Probably Samurai Warriors 4 would probably be the best one for you. Not 4-2. We, we did the Final Fantasy thirteen two. 2 There's Samurai Warriors 4-2. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're, we're doing that. But four, 4 was really good, and I own 5, but I haven't played it yet, but 5 was like a full reboot, and I don't know about about that because I really love the cast. But you'll learn a lot about history, um, a lot about real people, and it's definitely a fun time.
1: I'll have my work it out for me either way.
4: Either that or uh, it, it's a little bit longer, I would say, but Samurai Warrior Spirit of Sonata is a really, really intimate that one takes instead of letting you pick like which side of this war you want to be on spirit of Sonata has you follow just one family through this whole conflict. And you start with uh, the, uh, the elder and you know, you watch him grow older and he has kids and then you play as the kids and you get to grow old with them. And it is just a beautiful story. And we've got a turn by turn episode about it too. It talks about the whole story. So even if you uh, are listening to this and that doesn't sound like your cup of tea to play that, you can go listen to it. And I talk about the story and uh, how moving it is.
0: Yeah. Does speaking of which, you? for those listeners, how, uh, what's the best way to follow them or have them follow you or kind of get some of your content?
3: So probably the easiest way would be to find us on Twitter at the turn by turn pod. Um, but uh, we can send you guys the links to, we have uh, turnbyturn.com. turn by
0: Oh, nice
3: as well. If you want to, yep. Go directly to the source.
4: Yeah, our show is called Turn by Turn. If you're tuning in and you haven't gotten that by by this point, but uh, you can find us wherever, wherever and podcasts, I'm out of here. No, um. wherever podcasts are distributed, you. you can find us on YouTube, Spotify. Um, I don't even know what else. Apple Podcasts. Uh, I, I think we're everywhere because we have a nice production studio that looks. And after those us.
1: that are listening to the podcast because we release it on Fridays, uh, all this information will be in the description below. Um Phil.
4: Wait, we we got a little more to plug. Oh go ahead. Go ahead. Um you can follow me at Chris underscore Harky on Twitter. That is my name. Uh Daniel, do you want to throw your Twitter handle in there?
3: Uh sure. I'm I'm usually more on the turn by turn pod one. But if you want to see me talk about Legos or whatever, I guess. Uh at magar Mentions.
1: (laughs) next podcast piece by piece. It's just a Lego building podcast. (laughs)
0: brilliant
3: yeah, don't yeah. tempt me
1: um actually
4: next <laughs> oh podcast. no i'm
1: it for him no no
4: you're you're good actually next podcast we we do have that in the works and that is game dev hideout uh if you listen to turn by turn for season two we did this cool thing where uh we did on episodes which are like the normal stuff you'd expect from us doing games and uh themes those kinds of things kind of concept episodes we call them um, and then the off-episodes, the odd-numbered ones, were game dev interviews uh, from a lot of MD creators. Yeah. Um, yeah, you had, now uh, we're Gold. That off.
1: you had Gold from the last chronomancer on. We had yes. him on last year uh, during JRPG July. He's an awesome dude, and mm-hmm. I love his passion. Shout-out to Gold. I'm going to shout him out in this uh, later. Shout-outs, as the kids say. That's but. a good episode. I like when you guys do that.
4: Awesome. Yeah, we're spinning that off into its own show and nice. even stepping outside of RPGs. And we're calling that Game Dev Hideout. So do, do be on the lookout for that. Nice. Uh, we're super pumped about it. We're doing tons of interviews uh, the past couple weeks. And it is looking to be a very promising season with right tons on. and tons of awesome games and awesome
1: people. Um, for view, Phil, because I know they kind of like you had these in mind Chrono Trigger could be about in Final Fantasy VI could be 35 to 40 hours. Octopath could be 50 to 60. Um, it's the thing that, Chrono Trigger is arguably one of the greatest games ever made.
4: Yes. So um, if, also, the the time it would take you to play Chrono Trigger depends a little bit on the things that you do. Yeah. Because there's like 13 endings. Right. So if you're trying to get everything longer.
1: perfect, it would probably, if you want to, like, would they consider the perfect ending, uh, 50, 60 hours. But if you just want to play it and get a good ending, you could do it in 40 or 20. It It's like, it, it, they have the big three. They have the creator of Final Fantasy, the creator of Dragon Quest, and, a, and Akira Toriyama, a creator of Dragon Ball. Who worked well, on I mean, Dragon I,
2: Quest? I think that what, when I was doing my research last night on it, I I saw that Chrono Trigger was such a, like it's, it's up there as like top 20 games of all time. And mm-hmm. that's one of the games I've never played, actually. It's just like, I missed it. Um, so that might be what I do, and like I said, I'm going to be streaming on Underpowered,
4: yeah. so I'll probably stream that big, one. If that's the one that I go with. Big point on that one too. Make sure you play the original version, the Super
1: Nintendo or the DS one, because the DS I, one has the cutscenes. Or no, yeah,
4: yeah. I you can watch the cutscenes, but I'm I my personal recommendation is avoid the DS one because they changed a
1: bunch of the music
4: and the music. Oh, that's was right,
1: just super iconic. And if we're not, I'm talking about music, Octopath Traveler might have one of the best soundtracks in the last twenty. I, it's up there with the top five JRPG. I will put it up to wow. anyone. It's soundtrack. Each character is an instrument. If you listen to it, whoever they hired at Square Enix to make Octopath soundtrack, they need to put them on every game. I'll put them wow. on Final Fantasy 16, and it will be the best Final Fantasy ever. Uh, but um, I, I love love Octopath. But I know it's not. You're a writer, Phil, so you might like the idea that it's eight short stories that you have to find the inner, the way they weave. Because the the biggest complaint was there's no overarching story, but if you do certain side quests, you find like, oh, this is how this connects and this connects and this connects, and you're like, oh, wow. It, it can connect all the pieces, but it's not like a here in your face thing. It's like, you have to read and write, which we already established no one likes to do.
4: So, also uh, to continue throwing Casey under the bus, you heard it yes. here first. If it has good music, Final Fantasy 16 will be the best Final yes. Fantasy. Yeah,
3: yeah, it will be. Clip if it. If it has good music, we'll aggregate that into our show. No, <laughs> no.
1: No, I, I do have high hopes for Final Fantasy 16, um, but we'll see. Well, I think it's time we steered this ship home, Shelby.
0: Yeah, I definitely think so. We appreciate you guys being on with us today.
1: Thanks sure. for inviting us.
4: Yeah, thank you. It was Anytime. a blast.
0: We'll have to uh, we'll have to do it again soon.
3: Yeah, we'll have to get uh, to get you guys the other way.
0: Hey, yeah. there, we there we go. There we go. Perfect. That's awesome. Phil, thank you for being here with us. Casey, always nice to see you. We are going to wrap for the night. And if you want more of us, feel free to follow us on our social channels. Those will be in the attached description, on our pages, on our podcatcher, wherever you're listening. Join our Discord. Leave us a review. Five stars if you would be so kind. That is a wrap for this week. We are out. Play your games.